But something that's really important to me in my whole life is volunteering and kind of standing up what I believe in. And I believe also this is why I love Israel so much and I'm still here because my volunteer is, you know, I'm speaking on behalf of Israel abroad and, you know, kind of educating people, um, but also um, just sharing my experiences so people have a better understanding of what's going on. Um, Israel today, and we've talked a lot about the media today, and we talked yeah. a lot about how people consume news. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that has been pretty negative for Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and the best way to connect to a foreign place or to connect to something that you want to care about is those personal stories. And um, I decided instead of just working in a, you know, a call center and doing customer support and going home, um, that I also want to give back to the country that's given so much to me in the last eight years and given so much yeah. to our people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I volunteer with an organization called Reservists on Duty, Miluim Nekim Bechazit in Hebrew. Part of the projects I do last year, they started a pilot program called the Gideon the Gideon Group, um, and they took Americans that had moved to Israel, served in the Israeli Army as lone soldiers. You know, lone soldier being we don't have family in this country. We don't have a mom and dad to feed us on the weekend. We're on our own, kind of. Um, and Israel gives you a special classification, and they, they do take care of you more than a normal soldier that has his whole family supporting him. Um, but so we all came together, 50 of us that were all in the same boat thing, and we went to America to college campuses last year during apartheid weeks. Um, and, you know, at some of these major campuses where there are just lies being spread about Israel and um, Israel is being blamed for harvesting organs and Syrian refugees, all these like crazy things. Um, so we really, as ambassadors for Israel, were sent. Now Israel does this a lot. Israel sends Israelis and soldiers out all the time to do Hasbara. Hasbara. Could, yeah. you, could you maybe in one sentence? Hasbara is like this, uh, it's like government PR. Yeah, it's, it's you know, it's hooked up in a positive propaganda. Yeah, definitely. Positive propaganda. You know, like yeah. let's go to a college campus and tell people why they should care about Israel. Why should you care about Israel? We invented the cherry tomato. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, and this, the drip system that grows it. The effectively drip system in the middle of the desert. Oh, it, you're, you're you're bringing up a couple of things. I know a video once, like it was called "Before You Ban Israel." So that's right. like, what do you need to do to actually ban oh, Israel? Right, yeah. right, the right. Stuff Micro you need chips, to do, yeah, you know, pretty much every, right. like take off your clothes, get rid of your cell phone. It's just and, and everywhere. Stuff. I mean, the main the, the main problem right now in the world is, and for Israel, is the BDS movement, boycott, yeah. divestment, and sanctions. Yeah. And this campaign on the surface l- looks like it's a campaign to boycott Israeli goods. So yeah, no more cherry tomatoes. Um, and to, you know, divest, divest from Israeli companies, Intel, Bobcat, um, these other places that have investments in Israel. And then sanctions, are, of course, they want massive, massive companies that you can right. hardly divest. Almost you know, every, Google, you know, every company. Invest yourself from Google in the year 2017. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like yeah. America would have to give up everything American if they were to divest in Walcom, companies that did business you know. with Israel. Um, and then sanctions, of course, getting government to sanction Israel. Mm. Um, on a more formal level, great. This sounds like a great thing, and like it's worked in the well, past to, me, it to boycott. <laughs> you know, like no, on the surface, if it wasn't Israel, okay, oh, sure. Yeah, if it was, um, else, if yeah, it was sure. somebody actually committing Canada, human rights, let's say Canada uh, or South Africa during apartheid. Okay, that's, okay, that's that where it comes like out. Reasonable of. analogy. Yeah, right? I'll take it. Yeah. Um, but this this whole campaign, okay, this is what they look like. They look like they're for human rights. But on the underneath the surface is their real 
they're, where the money's actually being spent, where they're actually training their people on campus and training students and doing putting all their money. They're not training students to not eat hummus uh, you know, at lunch. They're training students to go out and delegitimize Israel. And this is their whole uh their whole plan is to, you know, bring go under fly under the thing of like we're for human rights and you should write the human rights. Exactly. Um and and in doing that you're going to delegitimize Israel. Hmm. The BDS movement now supports apartheid weeks on college campuses where, you know, apartheid was what happened in South Africa where, you know, a white minority controlled the black majority. They had different systems of laws and it was very similar to slavery in the United States. Um but they're now saying that Israel does this to the Palestinians and they set up a big wall on campus, a big wall, and they have facts. I'm doing facts in quotation marks. Right. They put facts and figures and photos and art and they're telling students that really don't care. They're, they're not Jewish. They're not Arab. They're not Palestinian. They're not Muslim. They have no you know, stakes in the conflict. And we have a shirt that says defending freedom from hate, which is you know, basically like what we're doing. They're trying to spread hate and these kind of lies to, you know, delegitimize Israel's existence. Um, at the end of the day, it even goes quite anti-Semitic, and we can see this on college campuses. When somebody, they're, you know, they're, they're wearing their free Palestine shirt, um, and a student's walking by, and they're like, hey, is killing 500 kids okay in your opinion? And the kid's like, no, of course not. He's like, you know, Israel in the last Gaza war killed 500 children and here are their names and here's pictures of them. And this person, okay, he's got to get to class. He's not going to stick around. He doesn't have time to watch the whole video where you can actually see the children still moving under the white blanket. Right, and he knows nothing about the conflict. And if he does know something... uh, I don't remember if that was specifically in this instance, but yeah, there have been, I think in Syria, actually, there were instances where uh, news, local news crews filmed allegedly dead victims of uh, the, the the chemical attacks or something like that. By, and, by and Assad, actually, not by us or anything. Um, right, yeah, yeah, yeah it had yeah, nothing to do with Israel, but there, there was, a, it was a, a case where they were allegedly dead people, yeah. and then in, in one of the shots you could actually see one of them moving under, the, like, right. move, moving his arm. No, and that's, I mean, a problem with the American media today and the, I mean, the world media in general, is that, you know, things aren't fact-checked anymore. I mean, Trump does say fake news, and it's it's not just... Out of nowhere, no, he, that he says that. That's fake news. <laughs> um, but a lot of, you know, and That's if this kid knows anything, slander. if this kid does know anything, it's what he saw on CNN. He just saw the other day that Trump is moving the White House and it's, um, and now Israelis the are embassy. inciting the violence against them. The embassy, sorry. The White House. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would I'm be a sure fancy trick. <laughs> that would be. Um, but, you know, to, you know, and now it's Israel's fault and Israel's inciting the Palestinians and there's going to be a war now and, like, everybody likes to watch war on TV. Um, and so, like, this, all this kid knows now about yeah. Israel, he just saw this whole thing about Trump and now he knows Israel just kills babies left and right. Yeah. And he's going to walk away and be like, yep, Israel's the worst thing ever. Yeah. Um, this kid in college, and uh, you know, on, at Princeton, he's in government classes. He's going to go on to run for government, and just because he had that little five that minutes, one kind of formative experience. Right? Every time he watches the news now, he's going to be coming from that perspective. That Every bias. time he's going to learn something about the conflict, about the Middle East, about Jews, about Arabs, is going to be from that. It goes the other way too. You know, this can happen on the other side, of course. Yes. Um, but this is this is a huge problem on campus. And not only okay, yes, they're I'd giving. This is also a, a, a situation that's happening not only in the United States. No, it's Your all over. Your specific organization is dedicated to doing exactly. this work in the United States. 
Right. It's, this is all over the no, world. No, but and then on top of all this, you know, I always say the most important thing is dialogue and sharing ideas mm-hmm. and talking to each other. Mm-hmm. On top of this, they're so violent a lot of times in these protests, and they're having die-ins and they're having checkpoints, and they're they're almost terrorizing these students that don't care on campus, and it's having a big effect on Jewish students on campus. And now Jewish students are afraid to wear kippahs on campus. They're afraid to have an, a, a Holocaust speaker. There's, you know, a Holocaust speaker was scheduled to speak at a at a Christian, a Catholic university. There's one Jewish student that runs the Jewish Studies Club, and they invited a Holocaust speaker. And the the pro the pro um, Palestinian group on campus, they they got the university to cancel this. Because this Holocaust survivor went to Israel and they talk a lot about Israel and how Israel saved their life. And now they're not allowed to have a Holocaust or speak about her experience in the Holocaust and kind of what she went through and what it means to be a Jew today in the world, whether in Israel or America. And they're, they're silencing people. That's, and at the end of the day, I mean, that's the worst thing. Is, is so you, and you know, it, they it have also, this facade uh, of BDS. It stems, and then from, they go to, it stems from a different, from a, a very, very deep problem of, of negative versus positive solutions to right. problems. Whereas in positive, you're thinking, let's add things. Positive or negative, I mean, by adding and subtracting. So you add things to solve a problem or you subtract things to solve a problem that you perceive. Right. So you, you think about ne- uh, a negative approach is let's not talk, let's not bring, let's not do this and not do that. And uh, I've I've seen this before where certain um, uh, uh, people from different Arabic countries spoke to me. Most of them, by the way, like uh, like a ridiculous, like just pretty much every one of them. The only one who ever said no to just uh, just um, when I'm saying talk to me, I invited them to sit while I was smoking a cigarette, just a beer, you know, at like a hostel in Europe. This yeah. is really not. Let's talk about politics. Just right. I keep you company. It's two human beings. And the second day, like this guy from from Syria who was with uh, uh, a whole mishlachat, uh, a whole. Uh, 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 like a delegation, delegation. delegation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. He refused to sit with me. Yeah, he refused to sit with me. So, so, uh, uh, uh and and this whole approach of let's not talk. That right. that's gonna solve it. That's you know, yeah. let's not have that speaker. Let's not have that. Let's let's no. Because at the end of the day, people that want to silence you and yeah. they want to just they just want to spread their lies, and while they're delegitimizing Israel and what you know, it's a really great graffiti thing they have on their wall. Mm-hmm. But what is it? It's a it's a map of Palestine, and there are no Israel there. There's no Jews there. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. There's no room for Jews in that. Mm. And you know, and that's when Very it becomes exclusive. anti-Semitic. It, Very exclusive, it, 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 meaning excluding, excluding. And so, how how are they fighting for human rights when they're advocating for ethnic cleansing? Right, exactly. They're av- yeah. av- for you know advocating their own apartheid on you know, right. and. Yeah, the Jews right now are the Goliath, and the Palestinians are the David, and there, you know, there is a power struggle there, um, and that's what they're using. And I think at the end of the day, what we do as an organization, what I do as an advocate, going to the campus, is really having conversations like this almost, where we point out the kind of things and we talk about what's kind of the underlying thing, um, and how can we move forward. You know, at the end of the day, people, I tell them, you know, on campus after, you know, I'm telling why five children died in Gaza. And I talk about how it's such an awful thing. And as a soldier, it's like, it's even, you know, worse, God forbid, that I ever have to do such a, you know, like that I'm put in a situation where there's a 10-year-old pointing a gun at me. You know, I couldn't even think of what I would do in that situation. Um, but at the end of the day, we, you know, we do need to, 
you know, oh shoot, I lost my train of we, thought. We need to look so forward. Like, we need to be looking for. We need to look forward. How, oh, yeah, how exactly. Do we take it forward? And then I say yes. Yes, I'm for a Palestinian state. I'm for a two-state solution. I'm for a peace deal. And they're like, "What? You want peace? <laughs> you actually what? You you have respect for Palestinian people? I'm like, well, I can't yeah, believe yeah, that yeah. you know there, that you know nothing, and a, you just believe this right thing, uh, and you hear my talk, and they didn't they didn't even conceive that I am for peace. There's, yeah, there's and that's how deep the brainwashing between what exactly. each side thinks about right. the other side yes. and what each side thinks the other side thinks. So it's, you know, it's great that I have these conversations and it's great that all of a sudden we come and we show that Jews can stand up and they can have their own events and they can have a voice. Um, you know, that's definitely part of why I do this. But at the end of the day, also just spreading that message that Israel, most Israels, Israelis want peace and we're, we are trying to do things. And And hopefully in our generation, I tell everybody and a lot of older people, they're very pessimistic. And I tell everybody, you know, there's Palestinians just like me and, and you know, in Absolutely. their homes, yeah. and they also want peace. And hopefully, you know, we will have different governments. We'll have different leaders. Um, I don't think we can come to any kind of peace deal anytime soon no, with I think the current leaders, of course. But it's going to come with the people. It's going to come from our generation. And that's that's why I do what I do today. And it's not to put down the Palestinians and talk about how Israel is so great. But it's really to show that us, the generation X, Y, millennials, whatever it may be, like we actually do want to get to a place of peace and it starts with dialogue. And, you know, hopefully mm-hmm. by coming to campus and talking to students and talking to Palestinians on campus that really just hate me and they call me murderers and they spit oh, yeah, on my friends, you know, so and like Palestinian Americans who have never even been to Israel exactly. or, or the region or, uh, or even if they have, they still, they're, they're violent. In some cases, right. Yeah. And you know, they're accusing me of being a murderer and I'm just, you know, I'm just on I campus. Gotta, with I, I got accused that also by a German yeah. girl. Um, I think, I think it's amazing. Uh, and I think it's amazing, not only that, that you're participating in this, that you're participating as on a volunteer basis, it's not a paid job on on a volunteer basis, um, to be able to take time out of your, whether it's the three or the 10 days of the two weeks. I use use my vacation days, you know, nonetheless, nonetheless, maybe in the future you can get paid for that. Yeah. Yeah, If if it could be, yeah, (laughs) if if it could be a paid job, that would be even better. Cause then we might even be able to make it more effective by, by yeah, having you out there for right. longer time. But uh, I definitely want to commend that Thank you're you. doing it at all. Yes. And that you're doing no, it. There's, we have quite races. a bit of people. We have 70 people um, now, Israelis included. Yeah. Uh, it's not just Americans that right. went to and the and army, but like that, that there are also some other organizations that plenty that, of organizations. I mean, similar, uh, uh, let's be specific here. These, these are people who campaigns. know a thing or two, you know, right. these people know stuff. You guys, you know, you know more yeah. about Israel probably than me. Probably. <laughs> I know about America. I might know about America more than yeah. you. Know I, mean? I joke with Israeli yeah. that carries the Declaration of Independence and the, the Ten Commandments in his pocket. And he's like, oh, no, was like, we yeah. do Miloim, the right. reserve duty yeah. in the yeah. army together. And he knows more about America. And yeah, right. I have a master's degree in history of his country. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, like, it's, whatever. It's but that's the world of, we're uh, in today. That's and, one of the early things that struck me about Israel is how everything is just like, in, not conflict, like contra, contradictions. It's yeah. a country of contradictions, oh, yeah. you know. 